Welcome to the Intentional Father Podcast. For us fathers, parent our children, not by accident, but with intent. I'm your host, Aaron Stroman. Season 2, Episode 2. Before I get to the title, shout out to Eddie Shigley at Indiana Wesleyan University. For my audio listeners, I'm wearing a Wildcats jersey from IWU. Eddie is a father of seven. I would love to get him on this podcast as a guest. So if you know Eddie, put the pressure on him. He has a podcast titled Good Days with Eddie Shigley and Charlie Alcock. Anyways, check them out, especially if you're in youth ministry. But uh, enough with the free promo. I'm not sponsored, but that's a little shout out to iWoo. So yay, iWoo. Today's episode is titled Just Say No. Kind of riffing off the old anti-drug push in the late 80s and early 90s when it was just say no. As parents, as fathers, we need to be intentional about telling our kids no. Now, up front, let me just address this. It is not easy to tell your kids no. It's not fun to tell your kids no. We want to give our kids everything they want, right? It feels good. And we kind of feel bad when we have to tell our kids no. Some of us have a deeper struggle than others with this. But it's important for our kids to be told no. Let's talk about let's talk about why. Let's talk about why. First of all, parents who make it a life goal to not tell their kids no, which there are those parents, they raise spoiled children. The definition of a spoiled child is a kid who's never told no. I was thinking about that earlier and I'm like, you know what? That's that's a spoiled kid. A kid who gets everything that they want. They they're never told no. So we don't want to spoil our children. Now, what's what what I think is the biggest hindrance to parents telling their kids no is the meltdown, right? The the, the emotional meltdown or the the tantrum, the the fit that they throw. Like you don't want to deal with that. But when a child does that, they're they're using their behavior to manipulate their mom and dad's behavior. And if you cave in, like if you're at the store and a kid asks hey, can you buy me this G.I. Joe and you tell them no, and they start throwing a fit and screaming and running, and then you end up telling them yes, you're teaching the child that they can get what they want if they behave a certain way. Not good. That's a powerful child. That's a dangerous child. You, you don't want to do that. You want children to learn that no is a normal part of life. You you have to be denied some things, some desires, some wishes, some requests in life, and you're told no. Like That happens. We need to teach our children this early in life so they get a grip on reality as they're growing up. So we don't want to raise spoiled kids. Also, no creates boundaries. When we start to teach our kids that no is a normal part of life, like they're going to be told no, it creates a boundary. And this is going to sound a little dramatic, but let's let's take a look at what what it looks like from a child who's never told no to an adult. Because once you turn 18 or 21, you don't all of a sudden become content being told no by outside people. If you get your way at home, you want your way everywhere else. If you're never told no from your parents, you expect everyone else in the world to not tell you no either. So the boy who is never told no by his mommy, what what's going on there? He's being taught a lesson that he gets whatever he wants from the important women in his life. 
So what happens when he's dating or engaged or married? The boy who's dating that cute girl and he doesn't want to be told no, he's not going to, he's never had boundaries created for himself. What does that look like? That looks like sexual harassment. That looks like sexual assault. That looks like rape. We need to teach our children to expect to be told no. It creates a boundary. Okay. Uh, especially moms, you got to tell your boys no. Okay. That mother son relationship. And, and I address, I know this is the intentional father, but we have some moms tuning in because they, uh, we have some single moms, especially who don't have dads in their kids' lives. So they're using this as a supplement, which that's the most it could be as a small supplement. But mom, if you're listening, tell your boy, no, and, and fathers tell your sons, no, but especially tell your daughters, no, because what does the little girl who always gets what she wants and she's never told no from her daddy and she's treated like a little princess and perfect and she always gets her way. What does that girl look like when she grows up to be a woman? She's not used to anyone telling her no, including her husband, her counselor, her financial advisor. She gets everything she wants. What does that look like? That looks like a lot of credit card debt. That looks like some financial trouble. And she can't even deny herself because no one else has denied her. She, she has a hard time saying no. In fact, she doesn't say no. That's why there's credit cards. She can't tell herself no. Can't buy that. And of course, those exa- I mean, there's way more examples than that. But saying no teaches boundaries. Now, it doesn't just treat, teach external boundaries. It teaches our children how to build boundaries and create boundaries to, to create the barrier from other people as well. So I would say this, a, a, a child's ability to say no to someone else is directly correlated to them being told no from their parents. So when your kids get into a peer pressure situation, they're being offered some substances, they'll be able to say no if they've been told no from their parents. If they know no, no is a normal part of life just say no. Right. So there's again, kind of a shallow drug alcohol analogy, sexual boundary, um, even financial boundaries. You get, you you have to learn how to tell people no. And our kids need to learn that as part of us protecting our kids. And it starts with us dads telling our kids, no, teaching that no is a part of life. And not just that you get told no, but you get to tell other people no as well. Create a healthy boundary there. No, let's talk about no being honest no being honest because sometimes sometimes we don't build the correlation between a lie and telling you know the ability to tell our kids no but this is this is what it looks like and I, i've seen this firsthand kids are in the car parents have no intention of going to the restaurant for dinner they're going home for dinner lasagna's in the oven but kids see the golden arches they love mcdonald's Great marketing, great food, McDonald's. Kids love it. They, and they ask, can we go to McDonald's? The answer should be no. And if you say no, you've done it right. If you say yes, you've failed and you're giving into your children's will, right? The children are parenting the adults instead of the adults parenting the child. But there's another option. It's yes, no, or you can lie. Here's what the lie sounds like. Oh, honey, I would take you to McDonald's, but they're closed right now. 
Oh, so sad. Why, why would you lie to your child? Here's why. Because you're not telling them no, but you're not taking them there either. You don't have to deal with the meltdown. Like you're not owning it as a parent. You're pushing it off on the hours of McDonald's that even though they really are open, you're lying, seeing they're closed. That may work on a three-year-old. But here's here's the problem with that. One, it's just it's dishonest. Okay, you don't have your personal integrity, which is not good. Don't lie to your kids. But two, the child is going to learn the hours of McDonald's and start to connect the dots that you're a liar before you stop lying about the whole situation. Kids are gonna figure that out. And when your child realizes that you're a liar, the relationship is going to be broken. There's gonna be damaged trust. And that trust is hard to build back, especially if you're the parent lying to the child. Don't model lying to your kids. Okay, you may think, well, what's the big deal? And I get it. I get it, you don't wanna deal with the kid throwing the fit in the back of the car. That's better to deal with than trying to repair your own honesty as a parent. So don't lie. Let let your yes be yes and your no be no. I'm quoting Jesus on that. I didn't make that up. But be honest. Give them the honest no. And sometimes you, you should give an explanation. Sorry, honey, there's frozen food in the trunk from the grocery store. We got to go home and get it in the freezer. We're not going to McDonald's. Sorry, honey, the lasagna's in the oven. We're, we've already got dinner plans. We're, making, we're eating at home. Sometimes you can just own it and say no Why? because I said no because that's the decision I've made if you don't want to go to McDonald's don't say it's because I, w- I don't want to that's a little selfish little egocentric but own it as a parent and say nope I've made the I've already made the decision we're not eating at McDonald's today thank you for asking but the answer is no cut it off go forward no big deal so we've hit on a few things. I want to I want to share a couple stories. I have a dear friend. She's a beautiful, amazing woman. Got married young to the wrong guy, had a couple kids. He her husband, ex-husband now is is violent, was violent with her, pretty rough with the children. Ended up leading to a divorce. Which is which is okay. But she she didn't she didn't like her kids being treated harshly. Now she's overcompensating, way coddling, way too much. Doesn't want to tell her kids no. That's it's an unspoken goal of hers. Doesn't tell her kid no. And when she doesn't tell her kid no, the and she has two. She's a boy and girl. Her kids get what they want, so so they're spoiled. But I we I saw this at the park go down. I was there, but her son was there with another boy. Uh, this other boy told told her son no on something. So he's not used to being told told no. He didn't like it. He started he started throwing a fit, and he actually started fighting the kid. He picked up a rock and threw it at this boy, and then hit this boy with a stick. And the the boy getting hit. Didn't retaliate back violently, but he did catch the stick and pull it from him. And, and you know, her son was like, give me a stick back. He's like, no, you're hitting me with it. 
So her, her little boy started crying and ran back to mommy. That boy's telling me no. And, and she, oh, I'm so sorry. And she starts coddling him. And we start getting the whole picture. Oh, you were hitting him with the stick? You threw a rock at him? You know, I'm thinking like, okay, now's the time to parent. She didn't correct that behavior. She didn't tell him that was the wrong thing to do. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, he's just going to let that go. And so, and, and what's going on here? She's not telling her kid no. She's not correcting the behavior. She's actually affirming his violent behavior. She is raising her son to be just like her violent ex-husband. Scary, but that's what happens. That's, that, that's, that's the long play in all of this. That's why we got to tell our kids no. We have to parent with with strength. And yeah, it it sucks. We want our kids to have good gifts, but we still need to tell them no. We don't want to spoil them. So saying all that, if you struggle with saying no, I promise you, it, it'll be a little difficult at the beginning. You're going to have some emotional meltdowns and tantrums and fits, but it'll go away. You, you stick to your guns a couple times. Kids will learn quickly. Okay, I guess no is a part of my life. So even if you have older kids, they'll get over that. I My son, he, I had to tell him no. I'm just going to, I'm not even going to tell the story. When he was 12, I made a note of this in my journal. He, he was disobedient. I didn't correct it at the time. 15 minutes later, he asked if he could run the 3D printer. And I told him no. What? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. No. Why? Oh, you're disobedient. You know, 15 minutes ago, shoulder slumped and he went and got ready for bed and, and he was okay with it. He didn't throw the fit. What, what's the point there? Kids learn when, when kids learn that no is a part of life. There's not that tantrum or the emotional meltdown every time. And it makes life so much easier. So you're making their life easier because you're not spoiling them. You're killing the narcissist in childhood, right? If, if narcissists are not born, they're created. And a big way that we create narcissists is by not telling them no. So we, we teach them no. And then we teach in that process, we're teaching them to create boundaries for other people as well. Teaching our children how to say no to others. Nope. I put up a boundary here. That is not okay. Not acceptable. No. And man, what a great gift to give our kids. So I hope this is encouraging to you. Dads, be strong. It's not fun. But when you're firm with your no, later you get to be firm with your yes. And those are the sweet moments. But do the hard work of parenting. Do it right. Just say no. God bless and we'll see you next time. Hey, here's some bonus content that I thought of after I did my main recording, but I want, I wanted to give you just a little more technique to use. And, and I thought of this afterwards, and this is coming out of this book, how to talk. So kids will listen and listen. So kids will talk uh, great book. I don't agree with everything in it, but I, this is a good takeaway that I've, I've used from this book. And it's a, the technique is give your kids in fantasy, what you can't give them in reality or what you don't give them in reality.
So th this is the application with just say no is this. We'll, we'll go back to that McDonald's illustration I was using. Kid wants to go to McDonald's. We're telling him no. And instead of just saying no and cutting it off and just being harsh with it, you can empathize with them and put yourselves in their shoe and go, man, I, I bet you would really like to go to McDonald's, huh? Uh, we're not going to go. But tell me this. If we went to McDonald's, what would you order? So now the kid's thinking through the, you know, he, he's fantasizing a little bit about it using his imagination. Well, if I went, I would get a Happy Meal. Oh, you would? Would you get the cheeseburger or chicken nuggets? Your child might say, I'd get the chicken nuggets, right? So you can engage with them in that imagination. What dipping sauce would you get? I'd get the ranch. Oh, would you get fries or the, <laughs> or the sliced apples? And you know they're going to say fries. What do you wish the toy would be in the Happy Meal? Kids will get excited and talk about that. And sometimes engaging them in that shows part of your feelings. Hey, there's part, I don't like to tell you no, but I'm going to engage in the imagination with you a little bit, show some compassion. And again, the principle, uh, give your kids in fantasy what you aren't giving them in reality. And that helps children cope with the reality Okay, the answer is no, but let's engage the mind a little bit. Anyways, I've used that in my parenting. It's a technique in the book, and hope this is a little helpful. Thank you for sticking around to the very end to get the bonus content. We'll see you next time.